Hello, and welcome to Hungry in Kentucky, a podcast where friends who love to eat talk about the food they love to eat. I'm Sarah. I'm here with Renee. Hey. And Nathan. What's up? And uh, this is our first episode, so we thought we would spend quite a bit of time maybe talking about ourselves. Um, You might know us as around here in Kentucky or central Kentucky as uh, Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats. Um, that's Renee and I. We do a food blog. You can find us on social media, Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats, and at bbandeats.com. And Nathan has some stuff on Instagram, too, under the Bearded Bourbon Air. And you can follow him there. Um, we thought we would talk about our background a little bit. So how we made it here and how we met each other and whatnot. Um I came to Lexington from college, or for college, from London, and graduated from UK, never went home. So now I just work at UK and love all things UK, and Renee and I used to work together, and that's kind of how the blog got started. Yeah, um, I'm from good old Harlan County, uh, southeastern Kentucky, and uh, my husband and I, I got married really young, it was like 19 when I got married, um, and we moved to Lexington because of my husband's work, and I've been here ever since. Uh, I met Sarah while working at St. Joe, mm-hmm. and we became friends pretty much instantaneous, I would think. Yeah, I think so. Um, and we're always looking for different things that we could do to hang out with each other, and um, and eating was something we definitely had a common trait in. And she got out way more than I did. And we introduced me to all kinds of uh, local places. Mm-hmm. And I fell in love with every place that she took me. And I was like, well, where are we going to go next week? Where are we going to go next week? And we started making all these plans. And we started venturing out of Lexington. We made our trip out to Midway to Wallace Station one day. Mm-hmm. And we well, one reason we went was because it was on um, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. It was featured... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was featured that, on actually. there. And uh, and then we came back through, and she goes, have you had this really awesome ice cream uh, from this pl- new place called Crank and Boom? It's like, never had it. So we swung back through, and we had that kind of topped off a really pretty afternoon uh, passing the horse farms, and it was just absolutely gorgeous. And from that point forth, I was like, we've got to tell people about this stuff. No one knows it exists. It's kind of out in the middle of nowhere. And I was like, we've got to start telling people. So from that point forth, it kind of started the whole idea of starting the blog. And, uh, and then we started our social medias and all that kind of stuff. It took us a little while to get started, but then September, almost two years ago. Yeah. September of 2017, we finally, Yep, Ripped the cords was born. Yeah, finally yep. got on. Haven't looked back. Yep, well, we've had such a good time. We've got to meet so many cool people, um, and it, we didn't really. We had an idea of what we wanted to do when we got started, but it, it kind of morphed into what it is at the moment. And we love to be able to sit down and talk to the owners or the managers of a place and really get a sense or a feeling of their passion and their love for what they do. And then we take that back and we talk about our experience mixed in with that. And we take pictures um, of our food in the location 
and we put it out on a blog post and I th- and I really love what we've got going on. Oh yeah, it's definitely changed a lot since we first started because oh, yeah. we would just go and eat at a place kind of unannounced and just go around and take pictures and like talk about what we ate and how much we liked it and mm-hmm. we didn't really like know or look up the history of any of the places and honestly I kept, felt kind of weird just like wandering around taking <laughs> pictures randomly like some kind of a creep. But then once we got, um, like, our feet wet with it and then started figuring out what we wanted to do and started contacting a couple of places and actually sitting down and talking to people, and that's kind of what, like, got me to thinking about doing a podcast, too. I know when I really seriously started thinking about it, we had done an interview with the what was a blue stallion and, and dad's, dad's favorite deli yeah. and uh dad could tell us stories he told us stories for two straight hours and, and it was hilarious and i think he could have went on for another two hours we could have talked to him all day long yeah. and it was before we recorded our interviews which i decided after that we should record our interviews because he yeah. had a lot of stuff to say that i think i missed but it seemed like it would be a fun idea to like get the people that we know and then new people that we love to know together in one place and actually like tell their story and tell stories maybe that other people don't know like things about the business that they've not heard before get some behind the scenes stuff I feel like when people know more about the people making their food and where their food come from that they get more connected to what to a place and that's what we try to project with the blog as well. And I find ourselves getting a little bit more connected to these people too when we get to meet them. And we go around and we're telling other people's stories about how we got to meet them. And and we're, we just get so passionate and like excited about it. And I was like, I hope that our blog is doing that for people that are reading it. Oh yeah, because I think the people that we end up talking to a lot, like they're like really excited that we've like come to talk to them. Mm-hmm. And- not maybe so much that they don't get press, but I don't think a lot of people come through and ask them like, oh, how did you get started? What's your backstory? And it seems like a lot of people are really excited to tell that part of the business. Yeah, I think so too. And then we both ended up working at UK. Mm-hmm. And no, actually you left St. Joan, went to Central Baptist and you met Nathan. Yes, this is where Nathan comes into the story. <laughs> and then... Yeah. Both of them quit Central Baptist and come worked with me at UK. Actually, so now we were all three at UK <laughs> together. Not knowing that both of us had quit Baptist at the exact same time. So we didn't really actually work together. But we no. just knew of each other and hung out a lot. And come to find out, we had the same exact start date. Yep. Orient- we went to orientation at the same time. Everything. <laughs> what a sat fun through, day. Sat through all the <laughs> lovely times. Day. And, you know, it was it was a great, it was a great time. <laughs> Accidentally nodded off the yeah. orientation. Nathan took an epic nap. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that might explain why you all didn't know each other. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, now that, well, I don't know where I was going with that. But here we are. Yeah. Well, now, we're, now we're all working at UK together. Yes. And so. that's how I got to meet Nathan. And... And we started talking about our love of food and then his love of bourbon, especially where we have bluegrass bourbon and eats in our name. And so we all kind of got connected that way. And so now we've, ex- we've got Nathan into our little family here. 
Yeah, so why don't you tell us about yourself, Nathan? Well, like they said, uh, my name is Nathan. I'm the Beard of Bourbon Air on Instagram, if you want to follow me there. the uh, I think what my big thing is, uh, well, I guess I'll start from where I'm from. Uh, I'm from a little town in eastern Kentucky uh, called West Liberty, partially famous for the 2012 tornadoes. Uh, Ravage ravaged my hometown. It was a little rough to watch, but I walked the streets right afterwards. Live wires everywhere. It was it was a wild time. But uh, but uh, my I think my my contribution of bourbon. Uh, these girls are doing a great job covering the bourbon trail, and they're working through it quite wonderfully. But where I come in at, uh, I drink bourbon more on a day to day basis, and uh, and a lot more of it seems like. And you know what? <laughs> Dag on it. That's just the. That, I think that's just great. That's awesome. So. Like, so what, how did your uh, how did you decide on your name? Well, uh, well, at the at the moment, my beard's a little shorter than it has been recently. But uh, I just thought about it. You know, one day I was sitting there looking in the mirror, and I thought, you know, I've got a pretty great beard. <laughs> and then I also love bourbon. And then naturally, I went through a couple of names because I was like, you know, I got to look to see what names are available. Uh, and if you go through Instagram, there's a lot of bearded bourboners and uh, bearded this, bearded that. But uh, bearded bourboner seemed like it was uh, it was available at the time. I thought, you know what, that fits me pretty well. Just uh, flies can be drinking bourbon on the day to day, loving <laughs> every you second went to, of it. You were in a buddy's wedding and you were in a tux, and that was like your first picture. <laughs> yeah, where you were you were holding some bourbon, and that was like your profile. And that's that's still your profile picture, isn't it? At the moment, it's the uh, the picture that I took at the uh, DV8 kitchen oh, where I've got the yeah. uh, colorful wings, you know, oh, yeah, musculizing no, myself, uh, flexing <laughs> a little bit. Uh, but that was probably, I felt like that was the best opportunity at that time because I had, not only did I have an excellent beard and I was kind of diddied up for a wedding, but I mean, I was at a tux, the lighting was perfect. I had a, I had a bottle of a uh, Willet pot still in my hand. I'm like, you know what? This is just a perfect occasion to take a little, take some pictures. You know, why not? You know, yeah. I mean, you're looking, you're looking good. Why I'm why looking right? fly. I want to look fly on Instagram. I want people to know that, you know, beard game strong, bourbon game strong, you know, keep it coming. Heck yeah. And now look at you, just drinking bourbon all over the place. Uh, probably, yeah. yeah probably a little <laughs> much, but I mean, you know, hey, just uh, drink some in Florida. See, and that's the thing, like, you got to drink bourbon everywhere. Like, you know, it is a, yeah, I, I I feel very strongly about Kentucky bourbon. I really feel like Kentucky bourbon is is always the best. There are some other contributors of bourbon that are pretty good, but your best bourbons in Kentucky and you got to take that Kentucky bourbon wherever you go, and you got to drink it wherever you go. So if you're in Florida, if you're in Tennessee, if you're in, uh, you know, where's High West Distillery? Is it in Utah, I think? Uh, uh, sure. I'm pretty sure uh, High West is in Utah. Uh, wherever you go, the best bourbon, you got to bring it with you, and that is from Kentucky. Yeah, you have to be an ambassador of the Kentucky bourbon if you're going to have a name such as the Bearded Bourbon Air, I feel like. Oh, yeah, my mental is not lined up with anything that's from anywhere else. It's all Kentucky bourbon. Yeah, if it's not Kentucky, it's trash. Exactly. Trash bourbon. Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag revisit. <laughs> I mean, I would try bourbon from other states, but I mean, it's not going to be as good as Kentucky bourbon. It's just not. I've had bourbon from other states. Uh, I have to say, it's, it's not bad. I've had some, uh, like I said, I've had High West. You know, I've had, uh, I think it's the barrel... Uh, 
barrel bourbon. It's it's won a couple awards. It's pretty good. Do uh, you just you cannot beat the classics though, like Maker's Mark. You know your Buffalo Trace, seventeen ninety two. They just have such great contributions to bourbon, and you know, and that's just a few of the names too. It's not even all of them. You know, yeah. you got your obvious ones, your uh, your Wellers and your and your Pappies and everything like that. But I mean, your best bourbons are your day to day drinkers. So yeah. Plus, I mean, when it comes from a state where there's, like, laws in place for how to make it, I mean, how can you go wrong, honestly? Exactly. I mean, the, we have the best climate. You know, I feel like this is this is bourbon country, you know. That limestone water. Mm, runs so beautifully underground. Nice and cool. <laughs> Just scoop it right out of the, well, speaking, right out of the stream. Speaking of our great bourbon, <laughs> we have so many here that they have come up with a bourbon trail and sarah and i started it last year and our goal was to finish it and it did not happen yeah um, no, we're kind of far behind actually yeah we need to get caught up we need to start hitting some places up um but if you go through you used to get a t-shirt at the end of the bourbon trail but i think now i think it's a glass and you can buy a shirt i'll buy a shirt i mean i don't I've know if i'm gonna it. buy a shirt i got I just want a free shirt um I'll buy a shirt. Well, if we're all being honest real quick, it is the bourbon trail. I can't drink bourbon out of a shirt, so give me a glass <laughs> all day long, and I will I will gladly fair, take fair, that. Fair point. I bet fair if points. you were hard up enough, though, you could pour some bourbon in a shirt and just wring it out. Be honest with you, I've sucked bourbon out of a shirt before. <laughs> I have spilled bourbon on me, and I, you cannot let it go to waste. You've got to suck it right out of the shirt. That's a little weird. Okay. So. <laughs> you do you. So with the bourbon trail, you can go, you can literally start at, any of the distilleries and they will give you a passport book that has them all listed in there. And when you go in, they'll stamp it for you to say you've been, and then you just have to turn it in to the Lexington. I think it's the Lexington visitor center or the Kentucky visitor center. That sounds right. Yeah. You turn it into, which it's in the back of the book too, but you turn it into them and then that's when you get your free merchandise of once you've completed it. But there are, other bourbon places that are not on the trail, like Buffalo Trace is not on the trail right now for some reason. And I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, it's been a long time ago since they've been on the trail. Like when I went, I mean, I haven't been there in like nine or 10 years and they were just saying they were getting off the trail. So I don't remember what the reason was, but I mean, it's one of the better ones out there, yeah. which seems odd. But um, I think, it was not last Christmas, but maybe the Christmas before. They do like Christmas lights and oh, we stuff where you can kind of drive through. Yeah. And we drove through. Uh, and it was really pretty. Like the grounds were pretty. Um, I think it's one of, like, I would like to go there, even though it's not on the trail. I think I'd like to go anyway. Yeah. No, it's definitely a good one to go to for sure. I, mean, I like it. Well, there's also, not only is there a bourbon trail, uh, Kentucky bourbon trail, there's also a Kentucky craft bourbon trail. Uh, where you can find things like the Will the Distillery is on that one, uh, Jeff the Creed, uh, I think yeah. uh, Barrel House here in Lexington's on there. Uh, but some of those those are on there as well, and those are really really good distilleries to visit too. And it's good to keep in mind that some of the newer distilleries are on there and to check those out. Jeff the Creed literally just released their uh, Bloody Butcher uh, bourbon, so. It's actually classified as a bourbon. Oh, it's nice. been in the barrel for four years. So they've been waiting very, we've all been waiting very patiently for it to come out. It's finally come out. Not got a chance to try it yet. 
uh, they're hitting a price point that's a little steep for a, a, a fresh bourbon like that. So how much I mean, is it? Uh, it's fifty bucks. What? Yeah, I mean, just right mm. out the gate. I mean, I know they're probably proud of it, and I'm, I'm more than excited to try it. And I'll definitely be buying a bottle. Just can't just go around throwing fifty bucks at brand new bourbons, you know? Yeah, that's mm. that's a little too much for a new one. I wouldn't mind going to that one. I mean, I always see it whenever we go to Louisville. It seems like a cool place. Yeah, if I was to. I think I'd probably stop in and do a probably do a distillery tour and make sure to taste everything before I go around just buying anything, you know. Yeah, it's kind of like Castle and Key. Whenever it comes out, I think I'd rather go test it, see what it's going, because that was kind of the thing that uh, James E. Pepper was doing here in uh, Lexington, which is also on the craft distillery, uh, craft tour, uh, craft bourbon trail. They uh, they were letting you test your uh, their bourbon out. It's not quite bourbon yet, but they had a barrel that they. Uh, using a whiskey thief on so that way you can give it a little test a little test it's not quite ready yet and it's not quite bourbon yet but it is actually very 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 good so i was impressed uh hopefully that'll turn out but is it on the craft trail too or is it on any trail or uh james e pepper is on the kentucky bourbon craft trail or craft bourbon trail Awesome. Yeah, we need to check that one out too once we finish the I was real say, one. Let's, do, let's not get away from ourselves. We still got to do the <laughs> other one first. Yeah, I mean, we've done a few. I mean, thank you for Luke making it seem like yeah. we've done a lot of them. We've done like four of them. Yeah. <laughs> we, we just got to up our game a little bit soon, though. And afterwards, there's that really awesome donut trail I've been dying to get onto as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's so many trails in there Kentucky. Trails. We're just a state of food and drink trails, apparently. Yeah. There's a craft beer trail. I'm not complaining. There's a beer cheese trail. I mean, I like all these things. So. I mean, we're talking about a donut trail. Like, I'm a, I've am been on a carbohydrate <laughs> trail for a hot minute now. I'm waiting to get off of that trail. <laughs> like, too bad the donut trail is not just like a little, like trail of donuts just like down a street or something kind of like a Hansel and Gretel type deal except it leads to something happy at the end I don't know yeah I don't want to like eat a donut and then get murdered or something that'd be terrible or would it no that's (laughs) I mean that'd be a good way to die I guess it it would be a good opportunity though to branch out and maybe try some other little mom and pop places um that are putting out some good products places Mm -hmm. we've never been before uh, maybe end up in a city we've never been in before. Yeah. So, yeah. But we get this bourbon trail out of the way first. So. Yeah, we'll do it. Yeah. Eventually this year, hopefully. Yeah. Well, it, it's the summer now. There's so many opportunities. There's so much to do. There's so much to do. You know, we already established we have the blog. I thought we could talk about for people that haven't like read it at all or don't know anything about us. Maybe talk about. Like our highlights and the things we're most proud of. Um, we mentioned before that Blue Stallion and Dad's interview is a favorite. Uh, the Noodle Nirvana place. That in was awesome. Berea, that was a really good one. I really liked I still her talk a about lot. that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The owner of that one's a really cool lady. Her name's yeah. May. Super nice. Like, has a really like charitable background and a unique like perspective on restaurant stuff. Um, and she has the only restaurant in Berea that will give a student discount to Berea College students, too. So, yeah. Yeah, that's no, that's one. really cool. Really like Crank and Boom. Love, that's yeah, a great love one. Crank and Boom. Mm-hmm. That was a good interview. I mean, plus their ice cream is awesome. You can't go wrong with it, no. really. All of it's good. I would say our one of our 
first things that happened to us that was kind of eye-opening, um, Chandler Lyles from Lyles Barbecue actually contacted us. He liked our work, and he wanted to offer some advice, and he said he's seen potential in us, and he gave us so he wrote out a piece of paper and gave us all this advice, and look, we've been huge fans of them ever since for him to take the time out of his busy schedule to sit down with us, talk to us for at least an hour or longer. And, um, and really, and he said, Hey, I didn't have a mentor when I first got started. He said, if you ever need anything, you call me. He said, I'm here for you all. Let it, let me know. And so for that, I will always be a fan of him and what they do over there. Yeah. And, uh, they're opening a new restaurant too next month that I'm pretty curious about. Nash, oh, yeah, over Nash the, Southern. The old, uh, Willie's. Mm-hmm. The old Willie's locally yeah. known off of Southland Drive here in Lexington. Yeah. I mean, it's a cool space. Yeah, that's I mean, a that's a terrifying space to be in, though. Yeah. I mean, that's that, a, it's that a huge challenge. Yeah. Got, the space is cool, but it seems yeah. like they have had so many businesses in there, and they've all not, they've all kind of failed. And so it, I really hope this works. It'll be interesting to see for sure. Yeah, I'm almost positive that building, it might be cursed. Yeah, <laughs> has to be, honestly. It might be, and honestly, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just throw this out there. I think it might be because they're so incredibly close to Winchell's. Like, Could be. So I, Winchell's is still on all their business. Oh, man, I <laughs> man. love Winchell's. Winchell's is good. We, yeah. I mean, I've had some uh, 8 a.m. Buddy Mary's at Winchell's before. And then some, also in the same day, some 2 p.m. Uh, <laughs> uh, cocoa Porter, Wessex Cocoa Porters, uh, and then tequila shots. And then, you know, it's it's a, it was a long day. It was it, We were there for like maybe six and a half, almost seven hours, and we were just, we were uh, we were inebriated, There's to say the problems, least. There's huh? problems, Yep, yeah. yep. What's the, I mean, that's the best thing about working third shift, start drinking at 8 a.m., I mean, those... it's a thing about it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a thing, yeah. I mean, true. Get all the day walkers. When Sarah and I work third shift, we got pancakes at Josie's. <laughs> we just had breakfast. Oh, well, I mean, I mean, I'm like the curator of like liquid breakfast and lunch and dinner, so. <laughs> <laughs> all meals, all liquid, all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that actually does sound pretty awesome, not gonna lie. Yeah, we actually just put a new post up on our website at bbandeats.com. If anyone's interested, please go check it out. We would be eternally grateful. Um, we actually sat down with a couple of people from um, Kentucky Proud, and anyone that's not from Kentucky, um, that is a, it's like a marketing campaign through the um, Department of Agriculture here in Kentucky and they were nice enough to sit down with us and kind of like get into the weeds of what they do and what what it actually means to be Kentucky proud and I don't want to spoil it for anyone because I want you to go to the website and read about <laughs> right. it but um yeah definitely check that out it was a good conversation I think it was one of the I feel like it's one of the better pieces we've put out there too like writing wise it, it was it was very well written uh Miss Sarah poured her heart into that one um, they, they were super nice to sit down and take, take time out of their day to drive from Frankfurt and come and meet up with us, um, and to be able to talk about what it means to be Kentucky proud and what that symbol means when you walk into an establishment and you see that sticker on the door, you're like, well, what does that mean? And 
And we got to get the answers to that dying question and plus many others. And if you uh, get a chance to check out the blog, you can find out all about it. Basically, though, I think if it says Kentucky Proud, you should drink it, eat it, buy it, and love it. There you go. That should be their slogan. <laughs> yes, you should send that to them. I'm sure they would appreciate it. But they have some cool programs that we didn't know that they did. and Like, just... A lot of different things that I didn't know that they had their hands in. So. Well, one thing that we did find out that didn't didn't uh, make it into the blog post that I thought was really cool, um, the new baseball stadium, UK's new baseball stadium that's oh, opened yeah. up on campus, it is called the Kentucky Proud Ballpark. And it was actually purchased by State Farm. Yeah, State Kentu- Farm. Kentucky Farm Bureau. Oh, Kentucky Farm Bureau, that's right. Um, and they gifted it to the Kentucky Proud people. Uh, and all the food that's served inside at, at the concession stands are all Kentucky Proud products. And I was like, that's that's pretty awesome. Yeah. And the two people we talked to have gotten to go and hand out gift baskets with all Kentucky Proud uh, stuff in it to people. And the ag commissioner got to throw out the first pitch. And um, I thought, I was like, okay, that's a pretty cool tidbit of information. So yeah. it was a beautiful ballpark too. Yeah, it's really cool up there. I like what they've done with all that stuff up there. Oh, yeah. But um, what do you have going on lately with you, Mr. Bearded Bourbon Air? Uh, let's see. Here recently, it's been mainly a uh, just an onslaught of new bourbons. Uh, recently got to try the new Legion. Uh, that was a Beam Centauri product. Uh, absolutely phenomenal for a four-year juice that's been finished in a sherry cask and a port, uh, port barrel, port wine barrel. Uh, that was a really great experience. I got to share that with all my friends in Atlanta and in Florida, and I really, uh, that was really kind of a special experience for me. But uh, other than that, I've really just been trying to get as many exposures to all the bourbon I possibly can. And not just for the sake of drinking, because that's not what it's about. It's about uh, learning about the bourbon, knowing like I don't just go up to a bourbon and say, "Oh, this is a neat looking label," or you know, this you know, this is yeah, uh, one hundred seven proof, or you know, anything like that. I want to look at the mash bill. I want to know where it's from. I want to know if it was like home distilled or if it was you know sourced from somewhere else. I want to know these things about distilleries. I want to know about the bourbon before I start drinking it because each bourbon I drink is special to me, and I really think that it's important to remember that and just not to. Just go around buying just whatever's available. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to research your bourbon before buying it. That's probably been the the one thing that I try to convey mostly. Like recently, my most recent bourbon uh, endeavor has been uh, the Evan Williams uh, single barrel vintage, mm-hmm. uh, which has a age stamp on it when it was put into the oak. So you know, you know the exact day it was barreled. You know the exact day it was bottled. Huge deal. Like I. Because a lot of these new bourbons don't have age stamps on them. You don't know how they are, where they came from, or like what their mash bill is, or just they're undisclosed. You don't know a lot of these things. But it's important to know what's in the bourbon, how it is, what's it about, you know. Heaven Hill does a great job on that. So, I mean, I really, 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 really appreciate it. And it was so, – also, I was really happy with it. At the at a twenty three ninety nine price point, you can't beat it. So that's pretty awesome. But that's kind of what I've been getting into lately. And then I'm always on the lookout for uh, bourbon that's a little harder to find. You know, found some uh, 1792 single barrels and a couple of foolproof swines in Florida. And then yeah. also an onslaught of Weller Special Reserve, which is always nice to find at, uh, 
at retail at a solid twenty two ninety nine a bottle. Oh, nice. Going around just popping everywhere in the ABCs in Florida, <laughs> buying all of them. I was like, oh, there's one. I'm going to get that one. Oh, there's another one. Let me get that one. So I just been, uh, it's just been a great time. Just hunt for bourbon, talking to these local liquor store owners, you know, Unlimited Spirits, I always love going in there because they always have a great end cap with just great bourbon. Not always local bourbon, local to Kentucky anyway, but nonetheless, great bourbon. I, I tip my hats to them. Like, that's definitely probably my favorite liquor store to go into because the people there really want to get you what you want. They may not always be able to because, you know, they that person-to-person kind of thing, but they really, really try, and that's why you should always shop local before you go around to the conglomerates. Just preach. keep that in mind. Yeah. Yes, that's a fair argument, and that's here in Lexington, right? Yep, it's on uh, Southland Drive. Speaking of Winchell's, that's where it's just right <laughs> across the, uh, right down the parking lot, you know? Southland Drive's where it's all going down, you know? Uh, you know what? I'm, I can't, I, I'm a huge fan of Southland Drive. They got it all going on. <laughs> go over there, play volleyball at Marika's, you know, I go shop, my, shop for my liquor over there in Unlimited Spirits. I eat my food at Winchell's, <laughs> you know, I just, uh, I do a little bowling, you know, self and drive bowling, you know, oh, yeah. Collins. Yeah. You know, it's just, uh, I don't know. They've got everything you need. I mean, <laughs> what more do you need than that? Also that, uh, the, what's the store that has the really good fried chicken that we've yet to try. Oh, that that's the same. The same lunch. Lunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I couldn't think of the grocery store off the top of my yeah. head, but it supposedly has the best fried chicken in all of Lexington. So, yeah. Still haven't had it. Still no. mystified. Well, I mean, I, I legitimately worked. Maybe right that can across. be next week. Yeah. Maybe we have fried chicken I mean, next week. I'm down for that. I for mean, sure. I legitimately worked right across the street from Southland Drive for three years. Oh yeah. Never you did. once, never <laughs> once did I get to go over there to save a lot and get chicken. I was always going to City Barbecue with Bob. Uh, <laughs> he drove me to City barbecue. barbecue every Thursday. Not that I'm complaining, but you know. I mean. Drug, drug is an aggressive term. I more or less just went with him. I mean, that's willingly. fair. It's food. It's all good. <laughs> right. But speaking of food, now I think we should dive into our new little segment that we've come with. with. I think it'll be pretty fun. We're going to call it the Food Fight Cage Match. Uh, let Renee take this one. Okay, so our, our goal is to put two things two things they don't exactly have to even be locked things but we're putting two things in the cage match we're going to battle them out we're going to see who comes out the winner so today we are doing pizza and we're putting pizza versus pizza and in the left ring we have at mirror twin brewery inside there they have rolling oven pizza and on the other side we have brooklyn pizza which is now located at Malibu Jacks. Mm-hmm. It's the inside original of, Brooklyn pizza. The original Brooklyn that pizza that's inside Malibu Jacks. But OG. they're all both local. Both local establishments. We have them. We have them before us. Nathan has eaten his. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're going to give them, give them a try. Yeah, what, are we, what are we trying first? The Brooklyn? Try the Brooklyn first. I mean, it's pizza. It's good pizza. I mean, all pizza's good. So Yeah, I'm not going to complain about any pizza. Um... Oh, man. Roll yeah. Ooh, that crunch though. Mm, I wish, I wish, I wish the listeners could have heard that. That was, <laughs> oh, so sensual. Yeah, I'm sure they want to hear me eating a lot. Oh yeah, mm. that crunchy pizza. That way they know that's a crispy pepperoni and cheese you just bit into. It was very crispy. Mm. Very I really good. don't think there's a competition here. I mean, all pizza is good pizza, but I will say 
they're both the same size. Like they're both small pizzas and um the rolling oven pizza was bigger and it does have more crunch and more pepperonis. I mean the Brooklyn pizza it's good. It just looks like kind of like generic pizza. And it's supposed to be like New York style pizza. You expect like the big slices or maybe because we got a small pizza there. Not the big giant foldy slices, but mm, foldy slices. It's fine. Uh, you know what? I was uh, I was thinking about it earlier. I have to go from two different perspectives here because I haven't I hadn't thought about this until just now. Because this pizza almost reminded me of a mini Goodfellas pizza a little bit, not a bunch, just a little bit, just in the way it looks. So I was thinking about it. Now the rolling oven pizza, I would go to Mirror Twin just to eat this pizza. Oh yeah, legitimately. Yes. Uh, however, would I want to eat Mirror Twin or rolling oven pizza the next day? In the morning when I wake up and I'm kind of hungover, no, I don't think I want that. I think I want to go to the Big City Pizza, and or Brooklyn Pizza, sorry, Brooklyn Pizza, and I want to eat that because that looks more like um, hangover pizza to me. <laughs> I mean, that's a good point. I can see that. Like the way you just described that, that, that makes sense. Yeah, because I have woken up many a night and wandered to a Goodfellas box and gotten one of those slices out. So I like to think oh, yeah. that this is pretty close to... Uh, it might be halfway there to Goodfellas Pizza, but I think it would make I a really do like it would make a great, too. great hangover pizza. Yeah, in my opinion. I, can see that. I, I really don't feel like there's a lot of fight here. I was like, Brooklyn is good, and I wouldn't turn it down at all ever because I don't turn to pizza. But if you made me choose, you're like, do you want Rolling Evan or do you want Brooklyn? I'm gonna be like Rolling Evan, and I wouldn't even have to think about it. Although, I mean. I still haven't been to Malibu Jack's, their new location. It's a it's a local place here in Lexington that's like an indoor theme park almost, and they have like all kinds of activities you can they've do. They've got putt putt. They've got bounce house for small kids. They've got a little mini roller coaster in there. Bowling. They've got a bowling alley with a bar, mm -hmm. so you can actually drink while you bowl. Oh, boy. Um, they've <laughs> got... A, I don't know. I've never been there. Uh, they've got laser tag in the back. And they've got some virtual reality stuff, arcade games, and they've got more stuff, and I'm leaving it out. Yeah. But, yeah, and then they've also got Brooklyn Pizza, and then they've got BD's Mongolian, Mongolian Grill. Grill in there as well. It's kind of like, take your kids, <laughs> go have fun, but you can also have fun at the same time. It's not just a kid's location. Yeah, it's definitely, like, family-friendly. It's also, like, for adults. It's for everyone, really, seems yeah. like. And I feel like we're the only two people in all of Lexington that haven't been to the new one. So, oh no, I took my goddaughter there. Oh, <laughs> you cheater! Oh. Now I'm the only one that looks dumb over here. Uh, Thanks. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. I'm gonna agree with that. Rude. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, well, I mean, you got to think. Rolling oven is inside Mirror Twin Brewery, which is a craft beer place here in Lexington. And they used to be a food truck that now has a location. They still keep their truck for festivals and things like that. But they're pretty much, anytime, anytime Mirror Twins open, they're open. And you can go in and get pizza, order to go. They don't deliver, but order to go. And then if you can sit in there and eat, you get to drink some really cool beer from Mirror Twin. They do have really good beers there. It's becoming quickly becoming like my favorite brewery in town. 
And they do a lot of like creative stuff too, which I really appreciate. I mean, I think that's where I first started drinking like the Nipas and all the milkshake IPAs and stuff. And they had uh, some cereal beer there for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they did. I think they had a blueberry milkshake IPA not too long back that was just excellent. <laughs> I mean, I feel a certain kind of way about it, honestly. So I, I really hope they bring that one back around. I mean, the look in your eyes yeah. is just <laughs> saying it all. Too bad <laughs> nobody else can see it, but you know. And they took over the old Cosmic Charlie's place too, same just right next door. Yeah, and they kept the bar top, which is really cool. Yeah, that's a cool space. Um, over there. And Rolling Oven is also over there, so Rolling Oven is in both lo- both locations. Um, so. Yeah. I mean, you can actually go over there and get, like, mixed drinks and bourbons and stuff. And Well, it definitely depends on atmosphere, what you're looking for. If you're going to Brooklyn Pizza to hang out, you're going to be kind of in a kid zone. Mm-hmm. I want to say kind of because they do have bowling and they do have a bar with alcohol and they do have, some, like, a, a movie rider thing in there. And, like, there's, there's stuff that adults can do, but it's kind of geared toward kids and families as well. But Mirror Twin... Not saying you're not going to see a kid in Mirror Twin, but it's less likely to see a bunch of kids in Mirror Twin. I don't know about that. Actually, I've seen a lot <laughs> well, of kids there. <laughs> the thing is, you got to think yeah. about Mirror Twin too, which I haven't heard anybody mention it just yet. So I uh, just want to make you guys aware uh, what you will see in Mirror Twin that you won't see at Malibu Jacks is puppers. Oh, you will yeah. see all the dogs, and you know how awesome it is to see little border collie just wiggle wag its way up to you while you're drinking a beer. No, that would make me happy. Exactly. It does always make me happy when there's puppers in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I love puppers oh. so much. Dogies. They're I all, can't take they're Jake all there. <laughs> I can't take Jake there, but other people that have dogs with manners can go. <laughs> yeah, your dog has no zero manners. Man- negative no. manners. Are no. there negative manners? Because yeah. he has them. He has none. No. He's sweet. Big old guy. He's a black lab, 90 pounds. Sweet dude. Has no manners. So would yeah. we just go ahead and say that we would crown the winner of the Food Fight Cage match this week as a, uh, well, actually, where have we landed? Rolling Evan? Rolling Evan. I have to say yeah. Rolling Evan. They yeah. got the dogs. They got the pizza. They got the beer. They've got... You got uh, me longing for yeah. amusements at the Malibu it's Jack, fun. so I don't know. It's fun. I would still pick Mirror Twin over it, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think just me seeing, like, the Brooklyn pizza in the box... Kind of looked like kind of sad. Oh, yeah. I think it is natural habitat. Like if we went there and got like a big slice, it would look a lot like I don't want to say cuter, but it would look a lot more like pizza and a lot I more mean, appetizing. It'd be itself. Yeah. It's like it's like looking at a caged tiger. You know, it's it's not the same as yeah, you if you were to see it in a wild. Yeah, sad because it's in a box. Exactly. And, yeah, same. Basically, the same concept. Yeah. I mean, it's a good analogy. I'm I'm here for it. So, well, I'm I'm already going to say crown the winner be uh, Rolling Evan. I like it. Yeah. So we also want to use this platform to inform people here locally, or if you want to take a trip to Kentucky, that'd be cool too. We like visitors, but mm-hmm. um, it's summertime, so we're gonna have a lot of uh, local events coming up, and Renee's got a bunch of those written down for us. Listen, besides Shark Week, the thing that makes me most excited about summer are festivals, and they're 
every weekend, basically any kind of festival you can think of, all your little small counties are all doing stuff. So June 6th through June 8th, they're going to be a huge, massive yard sale. Have you all heard about this? I haven't. It's called the U.S. 25 Yard Sale. It's a 325-mile-long yard sale stretching from Richwood, not Richmond, Richwood, Kentucky, all the way to Clinton, Tennessee. Hmm. You can drive it and hit up all the bargains and all the deals. Hmm. You don't look like you're down. Uh, you know, it's just yard sales. And when you said Richwood, <laughs> Richwood's up there next to like Florence, isn't it? Up in northern Kentucky. So, I mean. Yeah. Dang. That's a, that's a long that's yard a, That's a long haul. I mean, yeah. I, <laughs> 325 miles of yard sale. Yeah. So, there are people that will go nuts over yard sale deals. I've friends with a couple of you. Jamie, I'm talking to you. And right there. <laughs> um, so then there's also the Bluegrass Fair that's going to be out at Masterson Station. Oh, that's yeah. going to be June 6th through June 16th. Got some crazy stuff going on there. So they are doing, they've got corn, they've got rides, they got food, but they've also got pig races. Oh. And they've got canine, canine Flots where they've got canines in air, they're flying and doing all this crazy stuff. They're doing, <laughs> they're, they're having cow like best cow judging and all kinds of stuff. It's it's wild and crazy over there. Man, I was hoping you were going to say they were having uh, cows flying in the air and stuff too because I'd and go pigs, to that. And pigs flying in the air. <laughs> I'd be there for that I'd pay too. Good, I'd pay good money to see that. <laughs> the, the, They've got more information on their website, which is thebluegrassfair.com. They've got ticket prices and uh, all kinds of stuff there. Uh, also, on from June 6th, June 8th, down where I'm from, Harlan County, they've got their poke salad festival going on. And they've got carnival rides, and of course they've got food. Believe it or not, Pam Tillis is going to be there. I don't know how they landed Pam Tillis what? in Harlan County, but... That's little, a big name there in I, country I music. Right? Uh, uh, like some 90s country music? Yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. It's, uh, them, uh, it's them poke greens. And poke greens that, bring that anybody around there. Yeah. yeah, that brought her there. Opening up for her uh, is none other than Walker Montgomery, John Malcolm Montgomery's son. Man, this is going to be a star-studded weekend down in Harlem. And my favorite, my buddy Adam, I graduated with him. Him and his dad, Rick. And as some of his buddies have the kudzu killers. What? And they're going to be there. I don't know if that's bigger than Pam Tillis or not, but. Man, it might be. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they can, they know how, they know how to do things. Well, real quick, uh, I just want to hit on a little thing that you said there. You said kudzu killers. And I yes. don't think a lot of people in the, in the middle of the state really know what kudzu truly is. Um, because it's kind of funny. Uh, when you say kudzu and you're from Eastern Kentucky, you don't, you know exactly what everybody's talking about, but. God. What when you hear kudzu, what do you think of? It's like a weed that doesn't go away. Yeah, and it doesn't matter what you, you can cut it down, and it comes back. I mean, and is, it comes back with a vengeance. Is that also what's in poke salad? Because I, I don't really know even know about that is. either. I'm yeah. from here, and I don't know what it is. And oh I've gosh. never eaten it. I'm not gonna lie. It looks disgusting. You're a terrible ambassador. I'm a terrible ambassador. Man, Harlan, yeah. I just I've heard I go about to the it. Festival. And I have fun there. I mean, I've just kind but of. But I don't eat the stuff. I've just always kind of heard it's just like, kind of like weeds, like well, grass in a 
paper bag? I don't really know. Like, it looks nasty. I need some, we need some information on this. If, you're, if, if you're anybody driving, out there knows, let us know. Well, if you're driving through East Kentucky, especially through places like uh, Pike County, you'll realize that it is just growing oh, everywhere. It's it's on the it's on the. As you're driving down the main bypasses, you'll see the kudzu just growing over the rocks. I mean, it doesn't care where it's going to. It just goes in a direction yeah. and grows and rude. grows and grows and grows. It is rude. It's 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 offensive almost. I would. I mean, I'm, I'm personally offended by kudzu. I mean, in London, which is just like southern Kentucky, we don't have that crap. Like we just have regular old grass and exactly. Adam whatever is, else every is show that down they there. go to that someone asks, "How do you?" He said, "Do you all know how to kill?" kudzu and they don't so don't. if you see them they don't know how they just like to play music they're just a bunch of dirty liars because they don't even know <laughs> how to kill kudzu like wow what a misleading name um, on june 8th is going to be the beer cheese festival in winchester we brought up beer cheese <laughs> earlier and yeah, and that's gonna Nathan's be really excited about the Beer Cheese Festival. I am attending the Beer Cheese Festival, so oh, awesome. I will be there. Take to my new picture. Represent, represent, Bring represent. Bring us some beer cheese. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, June 15th, the Stockyards, the Bluegrass Stockyards out toward Georgetown, mm-hmm. is going to have their Stockyards Beef Barbecue Fest. They're going to have petting zoo, bounce houses, crafts and stuff for the kids. They're doing uh, judging they're gonna have professional judges there, and uh, I guess award uh, people for their their good barbecue, and you get to eat some. I think we're working, and we can't go. Yeah, if somebody um, in the Lexington area wants to bring us some barbecue from this, yeah, festival just contact just, us. We'll, we'll work. Yeah, that out. yeah. Shoot us a DM on Instagram or something. Yeah. I mean, we're we're open to free food from all kinds of people. <laughs> and there's also. I think they kicked it off earlier this month, but they've got the Friday night flicks at Jacobson Park in Lexington. And they have, they show movies. You have to bring your own chair, but it's free to get in, but you have to pay $2 for parking. And they start about seven o'clock and they show a couple movies. They've got their list of movies on their website if you want to know what's going on, but that's going on all summer long. And lastly, they do music on the lawn at Shaker Village. And it's going on now all the way through. I looked until October. So wow. that that looks like there's a lot of fun stuff going on. And that doesn't even scratch the surface. Like, I just picked some stuff that looked interesting. There is so much going on. We wouldn't have enough time in the podcast to talk about all this. I mean, honestly, all that stuff you just mentioned was in one weekend. Like, Oh, yeah, and there's so much more going on. I wonder if that could be, like, a fun like weekend trip people just like hit up every single festival that's going on that weekend i mean that would be so much fun could be expensive and maybe like time consuming but hey if you don't have anything else to do go check them all out Mm -hmm. and then let us know because we have to work we can't go (laughs) (laughs) that's a lot of good stuff going on Mm -hmm. we've had a lot of good food here and we highly recommend both places even though we did say that rolling everyone but we do recommend both places yeah sure oh yeah absolutely yeah real quick uh, before we uh, wrap everything up, I wanted to kind of go around the table and just sort of hit on everything everybody's drinking right now, just to kind of like round it out. So, uh, Sarah, what are you drinking on over there in your uh, I have a Mile Wide Brewing uh, Kapowski American Amber Ale. It has a lovely picture of Kelly Kapowski from Say by the Bell on it. Mm. <laughs> it's actually quite good i enjoy it it's 5.5 percent, and it comes in this super cool uh 
pink and teal and very Saved by the Bell ish can. And it looks like to me, very happy. Looks like it is. Is it? It's local. It's a. Yeah. It's a Louisville beer. Malawat. Where is Malawat from? It's from Louisville. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's real Kentucky like. I enjoyed it. Renee, what you got over there? Uh, I have. I normally don't drink. I usually do my bottle of Evian. But I did decide to try me a cider today. There we go. Uh, figure my producer would be really proud of me. Um, cider boys, they were put they were putting out on an end cap this stuff whenever I was at Total Wine uh, the other day, and it was tiki colada, pine or is uh, apple pineapple colada hard cider. It's not bad. It, what I told them earlier, <laughs> and I made them all laugh. It kind of tastes like I'm drinking a tanny bed. <laughs> I'm, I mean, just, I, yeah, it's not it's not bad, but it does taste like a tanning bed. Yeah, you totally said that, and I was just mesmerized. <laughs> it was what a tanning bed tastes like, but it I tried it. Like it bad. just it tastes like coconut suntan oil, really. If which that, if you were to drink, smells that, like a tanning bed. I mean, just imagine what I would think. It, it wasn't terrible. Like. It's uh, fine. <clears throat> all right, and I've got a uh, I've got a rainbow seeker from Blake's Heart Cider. Uh, uh, as far as I'm concerned, it tastes like a pretty standard cider, but also. I could taste the sage, and I could taste a little bit of the pineapple as well. So it's just it's just enough though to not overwhelm the cider itself. But you can also get remember you can get Blake's at uh, Pivot and Ethereal sometimes too here locally. So just keep an eye out for it. Blake's hard cider is actually really really good. So yes, and also if you're in the Lexington area or looking to visit, Pivot is a great place to go visit. Uh, really, all the breweries are a great mm-hmm. place to go visit. So if you're looking for we something have, to we, do, we've we have a lot of breweries. really good breweries around here. Yeah. Yep. Well, okay. I think that's going to do it for us today on uh, Hungry in Kentucky. Hope you guys have enjoyed hanging out with us. I can't get in touch with us uh, on our our blog stuff. We don't have a website or anything set up for the podcast, but we are on. Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats on Facebook and tw- and Instagram and on mm-hmm. Twitter we're on BB and Eats. Yes, and you can always check out our website at bbandeats.com. If you want to get in touch with us by email, we're at bluegrassbourbonandeats at gmail.com. And where can we find you at, Nathan? Uh, at the Bearded Bourbon Air on Instagram. And I also have a Facebook page. If you want to look up the Bearded Bourbon Air, I'll pop right up. Awesome. Well, thanks for hanging out with us today, guys. And, uh, you had a good time. Yeah. Stay hungry, Kentucky.